0: Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, And today I have Ellie de Poisson on with us today. She is a spiritual wellness, intuitive business mentor, healer, speaker, and author. Um, I'm super excited to have you on today, Ellie, to kind of share your wisdom with us. So welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Andrea. I'm really uh, excited for our conversation today as well.
0: Yeah. So I would love to know a little bit more about your background and your own personal journey.
1: Hmm. Well, um, I think my life could be transformed into a movie. So (laughs) you're up for something fun. Yeah. So basically, um, I have always been interested in spirituality and business. These have always been two fields that I was always very interested in. And I was actually studying business and marketing and management at school. And so the spiritual side of things in my life was not very present because every time I would bring it up, people would make fun of me. You know, I shared a few stories of, oh, I, I've i seen certain things when I was a kid or saying that I believed in aliens or, you know, just things that were a bit out there. And people always thought I was crazy. My friends <laughs> were like, we love you, but you're a bit weird sometimes. <laughs> Don't be too weird. And I was like, No. I want to be myself. You got to love all of me, right? (laughs) And so basically that's just to give you a bit of like background. Um, I was then um, 29 years old and my life looked perfect on paper. I was going to get married. I was working in a bank. I was going to be taken into a program in the bank that is really for the elite people of the bank. So like my future was perfect as well um I had just bought a three-bedroom flat Uh, I mean you know everything was perfect on paper but I felt that something was off Mm -hmm. I just didn't know what it was now looking back at it uh, I realized I was in my Saturn retrograde which is you know a small midlife crisis where you're questioning everything and when your soul is asking you to realign yourself but i didn't know that at the time i just felt that something was off so i just kept going until a moment i thought okay well this is this is just not working for me anymore i need more answers and so i asked my boss to take one month off and to go to india to do a yoga teacher training so you have to know that I had been doing yoga for 15 years already at the time. I saw yoga when I was 15. So when it really was like not famous, that's like 20 years ago, nobody knew about it yet. Uh, but I, I just loved it because I had a lot of back issues because of a ski accident. And yoga really helped me uh, cope and, and heal. And so I have this sensation that yoga is going to bring me back to myself, to my body, to my truth. And that is just is going to open doors to more. I just don't know what that more is, but I really feel like going to India and having a break. So I plan that. Uh, in the meantime, I get married. Uh, we go on a honeymoon. That's a bit complicated, not as perfect as I thought it would be. And basically, you see where I'm going. I come back from India and my husband leaves me. Oh, wow. So we had been married for five months at the time. Wow. And uh, he's basically telling me that he didn't miss me and that he doesn't think he loves me and that we shouldn't have get married. And then a few days later, I realized that actually there is someone else. And that when I was away in India, he met with a girl spend a lot of time with a girl that he actually met just before our wedding oh my gosh and um, long story short it's very messy we get divorced really quickly Uh, it's very intense because he's very manipulative emotionally abusive basically blames me for everything and um, I'm heartbroken like my whole life is falling apart um, and I really I realized when I was in India that I didn't love myself mm. and then I really realized that it's because I didn't love myself that I married someone who couldn't love me either. Mm. And I then promised myself during that whole divorce that I'm going to put myself as a priority, no matter what people say, no matter what people think, I am going to love myself, take care of myself, give myself what I need in every second of every day, even if that means making people unhappy, leaving my job, and so on. So I actually did that, and that was really uh, life-saving, because I asked myself every day, what do I need, what do I desire, and I really slowly came back to who I was at my core. And so I quit the job at the bank, uh, which freaked out my parents. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. But then they were like, oh, well, you know, she's going through a divorce. She's probably not really herself. It's fine. She's gonna come back to her thoughts, you know. <laughs> the truth is that I was finally allowing myself to listen to my intuition and to my soul. And so I remember that when I was in India, one of the courses that I preferred was the courses about the chakras and the energy field. And that was really like, wow, mind blowing to me. I was so magnetized to that. And so I quit the job at the bank and I decided I was going to study energy healing. And I also decided I was tired of being in Belgium. You know, Europe is beautiful, but I had always lived in Belgium and I wanted to have another experience. So I moved to Canada, to Montreal, to study energy healing, and I sold the flat that I had with my former husband. So I had a bit of cash to live for a whole year. And so I really gifted that whole year to myself and to my own healing. And when I was in Indi- when I was in Canada, I started learning about energy healing, and I still had a lot of emotions and a lot of beliefs to let go of. And I really went on a journey of healing my whole life. Mm. So I kept asking myself, "How can I let go of these emotions? How do emotions work?" Uh, I'm quite an intellectual person. I really like to understand things. I really like to research, and so I created a method to heal myself. And I really did that for myself first. Because I didn't want to be in pain anymore. And so I created this self-healing spiral. And every time I applied that six steps method, it helped me so much. And I felt so much better. Then I was like, I need to share this. I cannot keep this for myself. There are so many women struggling, not just with divorces, but, you know, with heartbreaks, jobs they don't like, difficult relationships, difficult, uh, you know, exchanges with friends, siblings, parents. We all go through We all go through some, you know, shit at some point and and we need guidance because we have not been taught how to connect with our emotions and our intuition and so on. Mm. So I wrote a book and then I started teaching that method. And that's really when I launched my business more as a spiritual healer, blending energy healing and kind of like therapy and coaching. And then that method got approved by the ICF. So then I started coaching coaches with that method so that they could implement it because I created a lot of tools. There were more than 15 tools in that method for people to use. And then little by little, um, people started asking me business advice. And I was like, oh, that's curious that people think I I know a lot about business. (sighs) And I actually, and I actually do because I studied business and I had a cupcake business before all that. Wow. <laughs> I was doing gluten and lactose-free cupcakes in oh. Belgium as a, as a side hustle when I was working at the bank. Wow. And so I started then giving um, business advice and slowly, slowly I realized that. Um, your business is just another opportunity for your soul really to um, heal and to experience mm. and to grow and expand. And that even when you work with people on their businesses, there is always a lot of inner work that you actually need to do so that their business can thrive. Yes. Because the health of their business is just a reflection of their inner emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual health. Mm. And so that's basically where I'm at right now. In the meantime, I met someone else. We got married. We bought a house. um, We have a beautiful eight-month baby. And I wrote another book, which is called The Path of Femininity, which is now really helping women and especially women entrepreneurs really run their business from their feminine energy, from a surrendered state, from their intuition, from their wound and learning to receive more instead of giving, giving, giving so much.
0: Oh my gosh. You are so right. Your story could be a movie. Yes. Wow. (laughs) Wow.
1: And that's the short version. (laughs) Wow.
0: Oh, so I would love to kind of just back up because I am all about listening to your intuition and, you know, learning how to trust yourself. And I think Um, You know, this past couple of years now, a lot of people are starting to be, you know, awakening to maybe their soul calling or realizing, you know what? My life is not the way I once thought it was going to be. What do you, what advice do you have for someone who's maybe just starting to awaken to, Hey, you know what? I need to explore new areas of my life. And as you just did, I mean, you totally kind of uprooted your life and changed things, which is so scary. You know, what tips do you have for people who might need to do some uprooting?
1: You know what? Today is your worst case scenario. Mm. Because you've brought yourself to where you are. You brought yourself to the life that you have right now. So you have the skills, the creativity, the problem solving, the intuition, the wisdom. You have everything that you need to bring yourself back to where you are today. If everything goes wrong because our mind likes to go to the worst case scenarios and like if i quit my job and i launch my business and then you know maybe my partner is going to be jealous and then we're going to break up and then i'm going to end up on the street you know that's where the mind goes yes <laughs> where the ego goes but these things never happen but so in order to calm your ego you have to realize that today is actually your worst case scenario you can always bring yourself back mm. to where you are tomorrow can only be better, mm. and that's also true for. Like, actually, there are there are four reasons why this is true. So the first one is because you have all these skills. The second one it's because the more you um, listen to your intuition, the more things are going to become easy, because you're going to fall into alignment. Mm. You're going to show up as the most authentic person that you were supposed to be. And quite often, you know, we talk about, I want to find my purpose. What is my purpose? What am I here to do? The truth is that you don't have to find your purpose. You have to let go of all the conditioning Mm. and allow yourself to be yourself. Your purpose is who you came here to be. And out of who you are and who you're allowing yourself to be and to become, you're going to magnetize the right situations, the right people, the right ideas to you, and things are just going to unfold for you. Your purpose is not just a straight answer. It's a journey. Mm. It's a journey of coming back to yourself and allowing yourself to be. And so the more you align with who you are and that purpose, the more things become easy because guess what? life is actually pretty simple life is supposed to be easy life is not about hustling and proving yourself and pushing and struggling we have put ourselves in these situations because society has made us believe a lot of lies but it's supposed to be pretty easy and actually when you are aligned it is pretty easy and it is pretty fun
0: oh yes
1: and then the third reason why uh The best is yet to come is that um, the more you heal yourself. So just by listening. Here to this podcast, you're clearly setting an intention and sending a message to the universe that I wanna take care of myself. I wanna learn. I wanna grow. I wanna heal myself. I wanna align. This is really time that I am creating in my life so that I can become a better version of myself. So, the more you're doing that and applying all the things that you're learning, because knowledge is great, but if you don't integrate, it's not gonna get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. The more you integrate it, the more you heal yourself, the more um, you actually align yourself and create more opportunities for yourself. The more you're then going to magnetize more happiness, more abundance, more success, and again, the right people into your life. So it's very important to understand that actually the future is bright. Even though we have not been taught that, even though our ego wants us to believe the opposite because our ego likes us to stay in that comfort zone, when we start to really trust ourselves and to listen to our intuition, there's a whole other path of, of really excitement and brightness and joy that is, that is really opening for you.
0: Mm. Yeah. And one thing that you had said, um, which I find, especially now with social media and it's so easy to just keep consuming things. Yeah. And, you know, I have to, um, you remind some of my clients too. I'm like, okay, are we learning this new thing? Or are you doing this new program, you know, just to keep learning and consuming, or how are we actually going to implement and integrate what you're learning? Cause sometimes people, yeah. I think get in that spiral of like more information. I need to know more. I need to just keep sucking it in, but people aren't actually doing the programs that they're, you know, buying and investing in.
1: Yeah. 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 I think there's a very silly stat saying that I think only 10% actually of people finish online courses or something like that, which is is sad because, um, which is sad, but also makes sense um, because it's your, your ego that part of yourself that wants to stay you in the comfort zone that Mm. doesn't really want you to change. That is, resisting that is creating resistance for you to actually keep doing the course and so then you're finding a lot of excuses oh well i'm too tired because my kids woke me up four times last night or I'm too tired because I had a big day of work or this friend is not doing well. I need to give her my energy or, Oh, I have another idea. So I'm going to put my energy there. You know, we distract ourselves with a lot of things and life is very distracting. You know, there's social media, there's people who want us at our attention. There's Netflix. Like there's so many things that we could just waste our time doing. And sometimes it's good just to relax and not pressure ourselves and, and do that. That's for sure. But um I think we all have to question ourselves of what is really my priority and how can I devote myself to myself and these priorities?
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, you had brought up surrendering and mm-hmm. I would love to kind of know if people are new to like the feminine masculine energies, yeah. you know, what, a, what is that divine feminine? And, you know, how do you kind of lead your business from that um, perspective?
1: Yeah, so we live in a world that is very do 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 goal setting structuring. You know, we're at the beginning of 2022, so you probably have a goal for 2022, and then you worked backwards, right? Of okay, well, if I want to make 100k or 500k in my business, then it means I need to put this offer out, have these that many people sign up, and you know all these things. That's very masculine, and it works. But only until a certain point. Mm. Because for us women, we are feminine essence beings. We have more feminine energy. And if we live 100% the masculine way, we are going to burn ourselves out. Because masculine energy, it's that do energy, structuring, planning, setting goals, competing, pushing. And it's a very warm energy. It's the energy of the day. Whereas feminine energy is um, all about surrendering, being connected to your intuition, creating, being, reflecting, daydreaming, connecting with your desires, um, receiving. And it's cold energy and it's connected to the night. So if you're a woman and you're always in your masculine in that warm energy, it is slowly going to burn you out. Mm. I love how our language even knows about that. Our language even knows that when we do too much, that warm energy is just going to fill our body and we're going to be burnt out. So I say that there's a feminine way to um, lead your business because the truth is that we need to create sacred union. We don't need to push them masculine to the side. We absolutely need the masculine, especially as women entrepreneurs. I mean, we need to show up. We need to be visible. You know, the both of us right now, we are in our masculine. We're doing, we're talking, we're coaching, teaching. That's very masculine. And that's great because we need that. But because we live in a world that is so masculine, we need to be aware of The balance that we have inside of ourselves. How often am I in my masculine in my day? How often do I come back to my feminine? How often do I take 10 minutes, an hour, two hours to do nothing? Mm. It sounds crazy because you're like, but wait, I have a business to run, I have a house to take care of, I have kids. How can I do nothing? What a waste of time, right? Mm. The truth is that it is when you do nothing. That the magic happens it is when you do nothing when you have a bath and read a book when you meditate when you do some breath work when you just lay down on the floor and daydream or reflect on your day this is like one of my favorite activities at the end of the day i go by the fire we have a very soft carpet and i just lay down there for 15 to 30 minutes and i recharge mm. um, That's really when you slow down that you allow the universe to speed up. Because when you are in your feminine, you are then giving the masculine role to the universe, to your clients, and to the people around you. And then because they have the masculine role, they can sign up to your courses. They can take action. They can pay you. They can read your books. They can listen to your podcast. They can really learn from you. And decide to work with you.
0: I love that. And those are great examples with the doing nothing and the surrender. And I just want to touch on this because I do know I have quite a few clients who struggle with that, and I yeah. totally I used to be that person as well. Of like, you know, yesterday I took a bath at like four o'clock in the afternoon just because I could, not I had a long like client session day, so I was like, I need to just chill and relax and just yeah. be in a bubble bath. And I know this about myself now, but if um, I know old me would have been like, that's a waste of time. How can I do that at four o'clock? I should still be working until at least five or six. And I know there's still women who are, you know, in that headspace or maybe in corporate jobs. And they're like, how can I put in some more surrender or just some more feminine energy into my job, which might be very masculine?
1: Um, you know, I wrote a book about feminine energy, um, the path of femininity, Because I was there myself. I was very masculine myself. I was very controlling. Like you should have had a look at my calendar when I was working at the bank and I had a cupcake business, like every 10 minutes was scheduled. I just knew from 7 a.m. until 10 p.m. what I was doing with my day. There was no room. And I would definitely have thought that myself. But eventually it brought me to a place where I just um, couldn't function like that anymore. It just Mm -hmm. didn't feel right anymore. And so I think that by understanding that we have feminine energy and that it is by being in your feminine energy that you can listen to your intuition and that you can have the best ideas come through and that you can then receive your clients that can pay you and sign to work with you. Just by being aware that this energy is actually very important for the health of your business, of your finances, for your own mental and emotional and spiritual health. And then you're going to start considering it a little bit more. Do you and think so- that
0: we have to reach that burnout? Like as you experience, myself too, like, do we have to have that experience to really understand well, why I hope not we should surrender? I'm hope- like, I'm thinking through, I'm like, how many clients have I had that actually surrendered without, you know, needing to? And I'm like, not many. I mean, I feel like everyone kind of has to reach that breaking point for themselves before we finally get it.
1: Yeah, you're right, and that's because um, if we're comfortable in a situation, we don't want to change. We only seek for change when we're really uncomfortable, and well, when you're burning out, it's not comfortable anymore, (laughs) and so then you're looking back, and you're like, wait a minute, something's off here. How can I make it better for myself? But if everything's fine, and uh, you're you're not really aware that something is off, then you're not going to question your ways of doing things, or your behaviors, or your choices, So unfortunately, uh, that's just how humans work.
0: (laughs) Hit the wall, we have to hit the wall.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so maybe if you're listening to this and you're not burning out yet, you can prevent going into the (laughs) burnout by uh, just assessing how often am I in that doing, doing energy and how often am I allowing myself to receive, to slow down, to surrender? What I like to invite my clients to do uh, when they come to me and they're like, Ele, I'm also too much in my masculine and controlling really is my, my strength. Mm. How <laughs> can I let go of that? <laughs> uh, and I want to connect more with my intuition and creativity. I love to invite them to have a week, start with a week then go into a month. Have a week where um, you don't plan anything in your calendar. Mm -hmm. so that's hard when you have a business and you might have you know a few clients or podcast interviews or or other meetings so maybe limit yourself to one meeting a day that is planned and the rest you leave it completely open in your calendar and no to-do list Mm -hmm. and you just see what you feel like doing Because your intuition is always talking to you. But if you're super organized, super busy, and your mind is running at 3,000 miles an hour, and your calendar is full, there's no room. There's no space for you to listen.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: There's no space for you to receive the guidance. And it's really, it's going to be hard the first day. The second day, it's going to get better. But then... It's really gonna become fun. I did that for myself and I remember ending every week on the Friday being like, "Wow, so many amazing things happened this week that I didn't expect. Mm. Suddenly, you know, I would allow myself maybe to take more breaks and then you know I would go on YouTube and watch a video and then suddenly that video was answering a question that I had for a while, randomly. Because you're starting to be guided by your body and by the nudges of your soul and your intuition.
0: Mm.
1: And always, when you have space, so important for the feminine and for women entrepreneurs to have space, when you have space, uh, then really the best ideas come through. So if you're already pretty good at surrendering and you feel like you're already running your business from your intuition, then just make sure to have two, three hours in your day, at least where you can have that space to listen to yourself, to play and to just be guided.
0: Mm, I love that. I did that. I did something similar. I think when I was first starting to learn how to trust my intuition and I did it um, on on weekends. So people are listening they're like, oh, I couldn't possibly do it during the week. I'm like, I started on the weekends and then it slowly kind of crept in and you know, now for myself, I primarily, I only see clients three days a week and I have those two kind of flex days to, Mm. if I'm feeling in my masculine and I want to do my, you know, admin tasks, I'll do them. But if I feel like, you know what, I'm a little burnt out. I need to go out in the woods and do like a nice three hour nature hike. I have space for that as well. And that's, that's something that I think once we experience it, you know, you kind of start to to realize this is where the magic is you know this is maybe what's been missing for years you know absolutely
1: that's absolutely what's been missing and for us it's really important but for men as well because when you are in your feminine energy that's when you can tap into your soul's desires Mm -hmm. and i always say that the feminine is supposed to lead and that triggers people because they're like, no, wait, it's the masculine, the doer that is leading the feminine. You know, she's she's the follower. I'm like, that that nope. <laughs> <laughs> the feminine is supposed to lead because she's the one that is starting everything. Yeah, the everything starts with the feminine. You know, even in traditional Chinese medicine, you have the yin and the yang, and uh, they teach us that yang comes from the yin, masculine comes from the feminine. Think about it. Every man. Came from the womb of uh, his mother, from yeah. a woman. Yeah. Every day, masculine, starts at night, at midnight when it's dark. Every day starts in the night, the feminine. Mm. Everything starts with the feminine because your feminine energy is your desire energy, your soul's desires. And if you're always in your masculine, then you're going to be acting very much from your head and what you should be doing. You know, I want to reach 500K this year, so I should be doing that and that and that. But maybe your feminine energy, your soul, is not. that's not really what she desires. And so by having time and space to connect with your feminine and your deepest desires, once you have them, then you feel the pull of your body that is then ready to say, okay, now we call in the sacred warrior now we call in the masculine and then he can bring in the structure, um, and all the tasks that we need to do to actually birth that idea. But then again, it's the feminine that's going to birth it. How it's do you, it how do you, dense.
0: yeah. How do you balance that, um, you know, like your goal setting, as you talked about earlier, and like maybe having those numbers, um, and I deal with this with like the Ayurveda side of my coaching of like needing to track things, but I also love when people just can surrender and don't have to like, you know, log, let's say log their food or, you know, just little tedious things that eventually I get people away from, but maybe they need those tracking things in the beginning. Um, How do you kind of balance that in just your everyday life of loving in the feminine, but also being aware like, hey, you know what, did I move my body today or did I drink enough water? How does that balance look like in your life?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. So I don't set goals for myself. Uh, I used to do that a lot. But I don't do that anymore, whether it's in my personal life or in my business. I, I have an intention of, oh, it would be nice to make that amount of money or to lose that weight or to read this, this book for next month. But I don't set it as a, as a goal because as soon as we set it up as a goal, then we get into a place of I'm not there yet and I need to get there. So we're in a lack mindset. Mm. And so when you're in a lack mindset, you keep pushing and hustling because you want to get there and then you don't get there. So you disappoint yourself. So then you're frustrated. So then it kind of breaks your own trust and yeah. your own capabilities. And then you're even more in a lack mindset of I'm not even be able to reach my goals. And the truth is that it's probably because you were in the lack mindset the whole time that you didn't reach it. Because we live in a world of energies We live in a world of matching energies and you attract what you are. Mm. And so if you're in a lack mindset of, I need to make that amount of money and I'm not there yet. So I need to push to get there or to show up to get there. um, You're just gonna, you're just gonna attract more lack and prevent yourself from getting there. Mm. So, whether it is to lose weight, for example, you know, I just had a baby, I put on a lot of weights, I stopped weighing myself at some point when I was over the 20 kilos, I was like, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, I don't know, 42, 44 pounds or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I just trusted that it was going to go away. So of course, there's 10 kilos that go away with the baby and the water and everything. And then... Um, when I stopped breastfeeding, I just took care of myself. Do I feel like moving? Do I feel like resting? Do I feel like drinking? Just being very, very aware of what you are desiring. Because mm-hmm. your body, again, is talking to you all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's the same for, for, for my diet. You know, I'm a vegetarian, but I call myself a flexitarian. Because somewhere out of the blue, my body is suddenly going to crave meat. Mm. and i'm like well if my buddy wants to have chicken or beef today I'm, I'm, it's okay i can have it i'm not gonna lower my vibration or be a bad person because i ate an animal you know i just really allow myself to do it i bless the animal i send him love and apologies for the pain that he went through and then i eat it with grace and pleasure
0: mm. that's beautiful oh i like that and i um I, I mean, I'm really leaning into that for myself. I also, I haven't set goals in many years and I always felt like bad <laughs> that I hadn't done that. But when I have clients come to me, a lot of times they have their, their goals. But I really like that, you know, what you were saying about just that lack mindset and like maybe just how to reframe, you know, some of these goals that people are having um, just to go about their, their process in a different and more nurturing way
1: you know also we we set goals for ourselves because we believe that these goals are going to bring us Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. we believe that if we make that amount of money we're going to feel safe sorry yeah we believe that if we lose the the weight we're going to feel beautiful we believe that if we do this and that then we're finally going to have proven ourselves that we can do it Actually, it's not the goal that we want. It's how it's going to make us feel.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, It's the meaning that we are attaching to it. So let's just work on the meaning and on that emotion. And let's just calling that emotion right now in the present moment, because maybe that goal is not the best way to actually get there.
0: I love that. And I would love for you to share a little bit about your book, The Path of Femininity, The Six Gifts of Your Sovereignty. What is that all about? And that title is amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So it's a beautiful book that I wrote last year when I was pregnant. And uh, it's a book that explains, it's a book that's cut, divided, sorry, in two parts. And so the first part is really everything about what is feminine energy? What is masculine energy? How do they function? um, And where the world is at today what we are going towards and why there is such a huge rise of the feminine right now so i explain all that in the first part so it's very um you know just a lot of very interesting information and and history as well and then the second part is really how to activate that feminine energy in your life and in your business because when you connect to your feminine energy it's Activate, it's really the right word, six gifts that you have inside of you that you already had and that you were using when you were a baby, a kid, a child, but because of all the conditionings that we went through that you kind of let go of. And so the six gifts are the gifts of authenticity, magnetism, intuition, surrender, receiving, and grounding. Mm-hmm. And grounding for me, it's not just being connected to the earth and being present. It's really having all of your soul into your body. Your soul is like going through your whole body and being connected to the earth and using your body as a vehicle to come and do our purpose here. And um, I also touch a little bit on sexual energy and how that is very connected to your feminine energy as well. And, um, And really helping you remember your power as well. So there are a lot of exercises in the book to help you reconnect with your intuition and receive the things that you desire and to surrender and to be more magnetic and etc. And once you really have activated all these gifts, um, it is my experience and I have seen it with my clients that it really leads to ultimate confidence and effortless abundance.
0: I love that. And people can get that anywhere um, books are sold.
1: Yeah, it's everywhere online. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Indigo if you're in Canada. So yeah, it's uh, it's just there waiting for you.
0: Yeah, I was like, I'm going to have to put that in my Amazon shopping cart after we're done. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then
1: there's also a workbook that you can download um, from the if in, in the book you're gonna find a link with a workbook with more exercises. And if you're really ready to embody your feminine energy because you want that effortless abundance and, and confidence, then I have also created a 21-day course to embody your divine feminine with meditations light language transmissions reiki for abundance how to surrender a lot of videos and audios and teachings to really help you embody and activate these six gifts at a very very deep level through a 21 day uh, journey oh
0: i love it i love it and then people can connect with you at your website and um do you have any social media that you prefer of
1: course yeah so the best place to find me i guess is instagram because i'm quite absent on Facebook, to be honest. Me too. Um, So you can find me on Instagram. It's Elie de Poisson. So E-L-E-D-E-P-O-S-S-O-N. Otherwise, I also have a website. I'm going to be sending you the link, Andrea. And um, on my website, I also have a free quiz to help you see which gifts, which of these six gifts of the feminine you already have activated inside of you and which need a little bit more love.
0: Okay, I just have one final question for you. Yeah. And when I have a guest on, I have you kind of throw out a little weekly challenge to all the listeners. Yeah. So what would you like that challenge to be this week?
1: Well, my challenge for you is to empty your week, have a week with nothing planned and just go with the flow. I love it. See what you want to do. If you're freaking out and it's really hard, that's super interesting as well because it's showing you something. Yes. So just. Oh create space.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom. This was amazing. Um, I can't wait to share this out. Thank you, Ellie.
1: Thank you. See you soon.
0: Thank you. And everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power.